You're listening to Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official podcast of Lingerie Fighting Championships. And now, here's your host, Michael Larkin! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another edition of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official LFC Lingerie Fighting Championships podcast. My name is Mike Larkin, and joining me today is an LFC prospect, is a model, is a, my goodness gracious, adult star, done a lot of great work in many facets of life, the one and only Miss Ashley Graham. Ashley, it's a pleasure. Hi, to How are you? I'm good. How are you? I can't complain. First and foremost, it's a pleasure and a privilege. I know you've been on the LFC's radar for a little while. I know you've wanted to show some interest and pursue LFC. So I'm happy to have you aboard and doing the show. Hey, I shockingly made it pretty far the last time. So for those who have not been paying attention, LFC Madness 3 gave us a lot of the people that we saw in the finalists for this past LFC 36 Booty Camp 4. One of the people that was a fan favorite going into LFC Madness 3 was one Ashley Graham. She beat Rita Crash and Denise Torres in the tournament, but she would eventually get a L by one Amber Pixie, who became one of the finalists in LFC Madness 3. You made it far, and I'm going to say right now. I know. I felt really bad taking Denise out. I really like Denise sweetheart of a human being i think what's great about it too is i've become very acclimated with a lot of the talents doing this podcast and stuff a lot of people very hungry and it's also very interesting just to see how like the fans and how they want to vote and everybody's different preferences you know yeah and i think for you yourself I mean, going as far as you did, and for you, I'm kind of curious because it's always great to see a lot of new talent like yourself and a lot of great prospects, Miss Graham. So how did LFC come upon your radar? How did you, like, you know, really kind of... I think I got an email from you guys. I think Tomiko did it years ago. Yes. I knew about you guys from Tomiko's stuff, and then I got an email asking if I wanted to participate, so I said, sure, why not? It couldn't hurt, right? Right. And and, it, and it's simple, too, because, I mean, I look at it from a stance, too, as well. It's become so much easier for people to get involved with lingerie fighting championship because there's friends upon friends and mutual acquaintances. And like you mentioned, Tomiko, Tommy Joe just came back at the last LFC 36 against Carmen Valentina. She looks amazing. Absolutely. Oh, looks She's like, I don't know how old, but I swear to God, she gets better with age. Agreed. It's like a fine wine. You only get better with time, right? Exactly. And she's always so nice and so fun to see. Agreed. And I look at it from a stance too, as well, like with these booty camp events and the main events that we have, it brings a lot of new faces and a lot of new talents. And I'm going to say right now, I have seen your work, which we're going to get into on this show. God dang, man, you got some talent. You got that sex appeal. You got a lot of variety within your work, Ashley. Hey, I kind of just fell into it. It actually, my ex-boyfriend does, uh, did wrestling in high school. I think in high school, maybe in college too. I don't know. I always date someone way older than me. So at some point I forget to ask when, uh, and he was like, you're actually doing wrestling. Do you even know any of the moves? I'm like, I know nothing. And now he's like, at least now I can talk to you about it. Hey, I mean, the truth is like a lot of us kind of like know nothing about what we get into. We continue to learn and progress and success. But I mean, at the end of the day, it gave you what you have with your physical standpoint. I've seen your strikes. I've seen your kicks. Like I'll say right now to you, hit the mat with what you've done with Darius and the strip boxing, a lot of great content there. It shows. It really does show. I like working with him. He's fun. Now you get me him and Denise there. A whole match takes us way too long because we end up laughing too much. (laughs) <laughs> well, you're loving what you're doing and you're having fun at the same time. If you're not having fun, then why are you doing it in the first place? Right. Exactly. 
And when it comes to Darius, what I always love about how the intertwines and the coincision, if you will, how kind of like everything coincides, a lot of the LFC girls like Bella Inc., a lot of girls that from that hit the mat and from uh, of all fights with Ariel X and LFC, everything kind of just like intertwined. So it's like a great little working relationship kind of meshing deal. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, we all kind of just get along with each other. Like, they'll do, like, full days, and it's, like, five of us all together having fun. Right, and then that's, again, what it's about. But what I also love about it, too, is, as well, like, the modeling side of things, and I have to ask you about it because I think what's great about it, too, is there's a lot of beautiful imagery. There's a lot of work of arts and a lot of great women doing their thing. So how did the modeling thing come into fruition for you? Because I got to say, I love the photos. I love how you overall the possession and the overall elegance, so to speak, within your photos. So I was working at a pet store managing a pet store in Washington, D.C., and some guy walked in and mentioned the world model mayhem. And I was like, well, I'll check it out. Funny story. I did not do any nudity. I was totally against it. Uh, I'm not that kind of a woman. How dare you say so? Now look at me. But uh, I decided to fuck it. So I tried it out. Um, and I messaged back and forth with a bunch of photographers, and no one would shoot me unless I took my clothes off. And I was mad. So I kept messaging this one guy, and he kept telling me to take my clothes off. You can Google him. It's Rodney Mickle from Mickle Design Works. We're now very good friends. I call him. I know about his kids. Uh, I tried to call him on Father's Day, but I went straight to voicemail to take that. But uh, I think I called him names in the book. I think I called him a bastard at one point. I called him a lot of names. And then when I finally decided to do it, Mosh was there. And I don't know who you know if you know who Mosh is. The name sounds familiar. So she's like a really well-known alt model and on like all the alt model magazines, like she's worked with like Ellen Von Unworth and like Dita Von Tees, like, and I walk in and there's Mosh. Talk about being frightened. Right. Wow. I've never even been naked in front of a camera and I got Mosh. So we ended up getting along and we still shoot to this day. He, after I got into it, my boyfriend, fiance at the time broke up with me. My dad called Rodney. She won't leave her room, but I know if you can get her to go take some photographs, we might be able to coax it out of this. So we went and gorilla shot all over Washington, D.C. Most of the nude photos you see of me in the city are either Rodney or Gary. And then as soon as I got to do that, I realized that I liked shooting. So I kept shooting. So I went up to New York and someone told me the worst thing you can do is message a photographer and they can tell you no about shooting trade for portfolio. So I picked them all out. Fashion photographers, alt photographers, fetish photographers, art photographers. I didn't care what sort of thing they can do. They can tell me no. Right. So I spent a good weekend shooting a shit ton with a bunch of people who people were afraid to message. A bunch of my friends were like, how'd you get that shoot? Because by that point, I had made friends with some of the models. And uh, I was like, well, I just sent them an email. And then from there, someone mentioned fetish. So I did fetish. I want to say I did, I don't, I don't think I did wrestling until after I did porn. I can't remember quite when I did wrestling. No, because I would, I don't know. It'll, it'll, uh, yeah, it all kind of like coincides, right? Like you're kind of like doing from one thing to another. So it all kind of like blends, right? Yeah, it all kind of just blended together. Plus a lot of the people go back and forth. Like I know that I did, what is it? Double Trouble DT? Yes. A couple of times. And I must have not been doing porn, porn at that time. Because I know when I started that. And they, it's just all kind of blended together. 
Totally understand. And I think I look at it from a stance too as well. Like everything, like you talk about blending together, but from seeing your adult work, and I know you've done some stuff with Rome Major and you've done a lot of like fetish type of films. There's a we got to say right now, and I, we see it a lot in your social media, actually, the smoking fetishes are like the big ones of yours. And I got to say those actually really encompass a lot. Like I know you do a lot of smoking fetishes. There's feet fetishes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is really funny because I just quit smoking. So I legitimately like will go buy a pack of cigarettes from the liquor store and they're like, I haven't seen you in forever. And I'm like, I quit smoking and I started vaping. The vapes last longer and they're cheaper. Hey, I'm going to say right now, that is actually a great deal. If you get something that's cheaper and better than actual cigarettes, I mean, you can't go wrong, right? I don't smell bad anymore. Like, how can you smell bad when you're smoking something that's called melon berry? Yep. Right. My other flavor is called Summer Blast right now. I go through my stages. Watermelon Skittles was a couple months ago. Raspberry Slurpee. I'm like, honestly, they all smoke here maybe like one a day when I wake up and maybe one after dinner and that's it. Wow. Okay. Well, you have to do everything kind of like in moderation, so to speak, with anything, right? Yeah. And I was smoking like two packs of cigarettes a day at one point because I was stressed out from grad school. Oof. Okay. Well, you try and go wrestle and shoot all this stuff and smoke two pack. It about, was rough. I was about to say, hold on here, man. Very multifaceted. You're doing your graduate school right now. The intelligence and the beauty. You got it all covered here, Ashley. I hope so. I Who think- knows? I'm not, currently, like, everyone's failing this stupid class that we're taking, career and vocational training. None of us like it. Wow. Okay. Well, here's what's cool about it too, is I think what, and a lot of people have this mistake and here's why I hate it. Cause with the adult entertainment industry, we all do things in different facets of life. What I hate is the common perception that a lot of people have done adult work or adult modeling. That is just, oh, it's what they do. They're, they don't really understand. Like there's more to them than just their line of work from the intelligence side of things. Like you mentioned, you're doing your thing with grad school. Like there's a lot that really encompasses one's being and one's mindset to what they really want to explore and, you know, expand the horizons. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think I got into, I don't even know why, I, I got bored. I took a break from modeling and I got bored and I was like, well, I got to do something. Well, I mean, and I was waitressing. And I was like, this is just awful. Well, it's like you're jonesing, right? Like you, you take a break, you're bored, you're going to get into waitressing, then you do something else. Like your mind is constantly going, but I mean, you don't. It's constantly going. Right. And the thing too, is you don't want to get bored. And I think that's the one thing, like some, some people stay into something like a little too longer than they should have. And then it just becomes very complacent and they just feel like they're going through the motions and you never want to go through the motions. Yeah. And I'm super smart. So I tend to, when I get bored, I get into trouble. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to say right now, sometimes we all need a little fun. And as the old game board used to say, it's funny getting into trouble for those that remember that back in the day. Milton. I remember that. Yep. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, the old the old, the old, old board games and all the good times of popular culture back in the 80s and 90s. And I mean, for me, it's, it's one of those things where you can equate pop culture into anything. Like, they're so similar with wrestling and sports and the traveling and stuff like that. We see a lot of the world's mix, like MMA, professional wrestling, what have you. It's great to see everything kind of like coming together and be like united, right? Right. And it does have that blend to it. And I'm going to say this right now about yourself. When it comes to lingerie fighting championships... We have a lot of great women from different outlooks, from sessions, adults, from people that have MMA backgrounds, wrestling backgrounds. And I always talk about the representation of your presentation. It's not just the in-ring, but the entrance and the style and the finesse of the lingerie. So I'm going to ask you, with your style and your finesse, Miss Ashley Graham, when you're on an LFC stage, when that day does happen, what are you thinking about lingerie style? What kind of what we expect from your outerwear, so to speak? I don't know. I like booty shorts. Okay, I get I know I, that'll be it. Like, I'm not really into the whole thong look. I know, like, I like the booty shorts, guys. 
see, I'm cool with that too, because I mean, if you could rock a booty short, if you could rock that, like that's awesome. And they're still sexy in their own right. Like it's good to like wear the booty shorts. And I think a lot of people talk about lingerie and me love lingerie, hence the title lingerie fighting championship. But God dang, man, who doesn't love a good booty short, right? Especially because I like such a little, but like it accentuates it more than being in like, I get in a thong and I'm like, well, she's got a nicer ass than me. Okay. Well, uh, first and foremost, I've seen a lot of your work with your thong. You look good in thong. I'll say that right now. You, but at the end of the day, too, I get it with the booty shorts and stuff. And also, you equate to what we see in popular culture. Look at the music videos where we see a lot of great booty shorts and music videos and thongs. Yeah. Like, if you want to equate that to what we see in music videos, it's the style of that. Like when we would look at TRL back in the day, when all the, them would be in Cancun performing, you see them walk, yeah. right? And then I shoot a lot of superheroes, so a lot of my stuff is shorts. <laughs> and I got to say right now, that's another thing that's also very big. Like a lot of the cosplay, like superhero stuff for fetishes, like a lot of women, like the Wonder Woman and dressing up in the superhero outfit. It's very empowering yeah. and also very sexy, right? I like it. It works. And I'm going to say right now what I also do like, and I'm going to say this, when it comes to the adult entertainment industry and what I love about you on camera, Ms. Graham, is like you're very professional and you also do have like, I love what I'm doing and I'm happy. Like it shows within each and every scene that you do. Oh, does it really? Yay. <laughs> Sometimes I take people by surprise when we have to add them because I'm like, I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> it's like going on to what was that show that they used to have? Well, whose line is it anyways? Yes, Drew Carey. Yep. Yeah, and you get that one thing and you just got to go with it. You have to. I think that's a part of the business. If you can't, yeah. right? Exactly. And I mean, you improv. You, You're in trouble. Right. And you need to improv with everything. Like, I mean, sometimes things zig when they should zag. And I mean, you have to know how to do it off the cuff and on the fly. Oh, yeah. I remember she, when I first started shooting and I was like, I feel really stupid. I think it was giant test. I had no idea what to say or do. And I'm like, it doesn't really matter. Just go with it. Right. And I, I think what's great about that, and I equate this to LFC all the time, a lot of things, we run angles, we run this, we run that. It comes with everything encompassed and some things you have to go with and let it go with the flow. And I think what's great about it too is as well, and I use you as an example for all women and what they possess, there's a lot of empowerment there when it comes to people's work. And I think you do have an empowering internal and external beauty and stature, if you will. So I got to say, you're empowering a lot of women out there. Yay. I'm glad. I'm also probably saving a lot of marriages. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think what's great about it, too, is as well. And I mean, we live in a world sex appeal is everything. As the old saying goes, sex sells. And I mean, it's great to see great women as far as like they're overall applying their crafts. But man, you need that sex appeal as well. That voluptuosity factor encompass the overall image of one's eye, if you will. Yeah, exactly. And plus, also, if you're going to try and sleep your way to the top of CEO, you're not going to make it. But you can sleep your way to the top of this industry. <laughs> not really. I haven't done it. <laughs> I was about to say, wait a minute, but no, I, 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 I have a very strict rule. I've broken the rule twice and it didn't end well. Not to date directors or anyone in the industry. I've done very good at not doing it. Okay. Okay. Well, first, well, I understand that. But yeah, it is, um, it's a thing that is very common in the industry with anything with the workplace. So I understand oh, yeah. where you're coming from. Yeah. But well, you're stuck from all day long. <laughs> right. But no, and I mean, I think what I also do enjoy as well, and I'm going to ask you about the fetish side of things here, because the fetishes are so big. Like we talk about smoking, we talk about foot fetish and many different things. What I love about it too, as well, when I equate the sessions wrestling, every one of us as people is very unique, right? We all have our different preferences. Isn't it great to see what different preferences that guys like and very much clientele, if you will? Sometimes I get really odd, bizarre off the cusp like requests. And I'm just like, can you explain it to me? Right. Like, I clearly don't have anywhere to get a car stuck in the mud, but this guy has, like, a very specific, and I'm sorry, I had to ask him. 
I have another guy who was into condiments and I told someone, I was like, I got 10 bucks. He's from Britain. Britain people are really into for wet and messy, savory foods. Wow. Okay. See, I, I can understand that. Like with foods, a lot of people find that sex appeal with foods. Like I remember back in the day, like Jerry Springer, like had a thing about that. That was like my first incognition of that. But like, that's the thing, like you had all these foods and like wet, messy type of things for this person's request. Yeah. Like, so one guy had condiments. I don't think I could go into a sandwich shop. Oh God, it had to be like years later before I could go in. Uh, like It was like three gallons of mayonnaise, two gallons of mustard, tartar sauce. He wanted sauerkraut. I had to draw the line somewhere relish you you drink I just got him again he wrote me again to shoot one and i was like i don't know if i i think you can legitimately see me retching at them like, right well you drew the line on sauerkraut is that where the, that where the line was drawn i'm just curious like what's yeah I, I was like i can try the rest of it i can give it a shot i'll give it a shot and i did it I just and when he wrote me again i was like I don't know if I can do it again. I mean, legitimately, like, I swear to God, I took 90 showers. I hosed down my backyard, like, 87 times. And I could still smell mayonnaise. Oh. It wasn't the ketchup or the mustard. It was the tartar sauce and the mayonnaise. Oh, my goodness. Well, I was like, you smell that? And everyone's like, you're on crack. And I'm like, no, you, you can't smell that. It's It smells like mayonnaise. Actually, it doesn't smell like mayonnaise. Yes, it does. And I mean, we're not talking like the little bottles. I'm talking like the go to Smart and Final and buy the like Costco size, Smart and Final size bottles. Right. Oh, my God. But no, that, that's the thing, too. And I think like we talk about odd requests. There's some stuff like people do. And I remember like some people do like role play stuff where they like dress as like a baby and they have the like pacifier. Yeah, I've done that. Okay. See, that is one that's actually a very custom one that I've referred to because a lot of people like that whole like baby thing it's weird it's it, but it's it's something that's as long as you're not hurting anyone right exactly and it's different so i mean you have to explore different ventures and i think what i also do like about it too as well i mean we're in the year 2022 you would think we would evolve as people sometimes there's going to be some ignorant people in there but also at the end of the day as long as you're not hurting one like we mentioned there but at the end of the day number two if that makes them makes them happy let them be happy right yeah i mean i know that i got one, one of my clips got pulled uh it was a custom and it got pulled from almost every site oh god now it's gonna get pulled from the other one when they find out but uh, we legitimately during the pandemic knew that the trains weren't running on normal schedules right. and the guy wanted wonder woman tied to the train tracks so i went out and tied myself to the train tracks oh wow okay so <laughs> Well, first and foremost, you're you're living up to the custom, but yeah, like I mean, I can understand how like that can be like out there, but it's it's stuff like that again. You're committed to the craft, so to speak. You know, you're committed to the craft. Oh, well, here's the terrible part. I end up finding out later. Not only is it banned on some websites because it's in public. Okay. But train tracks are not public property. Right. They're not private property. <laughs> They're federal property. Correct. It is a federal crime to do what I did. You cannot shoot on working train tracks. It's totally against the law, like completely. And I'm like, well, I mean, the trains only run once every three hours. Right. Uh, Yeah. As soon as I get the phone call from like four people, one being my dad telling me that I committed a federal crime. And I'm like, so my dad's worked for the White House and stuff. So trust me, when he calls me to say that I committed a federal crime, my brain goes, Oh, fuck. Right. It looks really cool, but uh, 
that's a federal crime. So it's it's the visual side of things. Like the visual is cool, but also at the same time you're committing a crime. Yeah, like I mean, I don't know if they can prove that I was doing it, but yeah, no, train tracks, federal property. Right. I would be like going and shooting a clip. I don't know. I'm assuming that it's got to be a federal crime to shoot a fetish clip on the Rocky Steps. That's the monument. Yes. Well, yeah, that's the monument and, and its historical purposes or something like that. I'm sure there is something where it's like, yeah, you can't shoot there. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know. He's like, well, it looked really cool. That's my other favorite question, too. I get all the time. Does your family know what you do? Okay, well, what are your... I love that. That's always my favorite question I get from people. I bet your family, how could you... And I'm like, dude, they've known for years. Wow, okay. And your parents are, of course, very are supportive of what you do and do how you apply your... It's not my dad's favorite thing in the world. Right. It's not my aunt's favorite thing in the world. I mean, but clearly I go to school. Uh, you know, I do other things. So it's not their least favorite thing in the world. They're not so bad. They like the cosplay. But I will say occasionally I accidentally post my Instagram, my family friendly Facebook, because I only have a family Facebook okay. other than the fan page. And I get a phone call from my aunt. You have you seen it? And I'm like, your cleavage. It's not even anything bad. It's cleavage. Yeah. It's- and then that's like it. She's like, it's just. And I wait a couple minutes and I wait a couple minutes and she lets it sink in. And she's, you know, we got used to it over the years. And I think what's interesting about that, too, is it's like when you have like, again, supportive family may not be the best thing, but I think at the end of the day, they know that you're happy, you're accumulating money, but also you're going to school at the same time. So you have something to fall back on. And there's a lot of elements to you that really, you know, encompass overall one's being. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's also very enlightening and empowering about that. That's also very admirable. Yeah. I mean, I, I put myself through school. I'm paying to get my teeth fixed by myself. Like I do a lot of things that most kids don't. Right. Oh, and would I'm, my dad have rather me have joined the military? Absolutely. I probably would have gotten kicked out by now. So, I mean, I think what's great about it, too, is as well, like you like you said, you're putting yourself through school. You're, you're fixing your teeth up. And I got to say right now, first and foremost, I did see those photos. I'm glad to see you're, you're healing a little bit. I know you're going to be having more work done, Ashley. God, help us all. Yeah. Well, the main thing is you're getting it done. You're getting it taken care of because some people would just not. They would just let it be, you know, so that's the main thing, right? Yeah. Well, I found a great program that gave me a grant for part of the money because dental insurance is a sham. I just got dental insurance actually and went in with it and it cost me more to get my teeth done with the insurance than it does with the grant and with the out-of-pocket cash. Shocking. We really need a better healthcare system, you guys. That's my platform and my only political platform and I'm standing with it. I understood. I think a lot of people can agree and, you know, incorporate what you just said with your sentiments and agree with it. And also I look at it from a stance too, as well, which I'm going to say right now, first and foremost, I know your birthday, man. Happy birthday as well. I know that just came there. Happy birthday, man. I know I made it to 33. Uh, well, God bless. I actually just turned 30 this year. So I'm, I'm, I'm catching up to you, you know, we're not. you got there soon. Yeah, I will. But- I'll be on home from here. Your legs start to hurt. Your back starts to hurt. Oh yeah. Um, Wait till you get excited to go to the chiropractor. Oh man, <laughs> that is true. I be honest with you, as we as I've just turned 30, I feel it. Knees, lower back. Oh, I feel it. Oh man, I just called my chiropractor because I got into a car accident at the beginning of the pandemic and shattered my foot and my oh. shoulders been acting up again. And I was like, I remember when we quit doing treatment because we said I was better, but it's starting to act up again where it was $40 a month for unlimited sessions. 
So, you know, he's open three days a week and you just go in and grab your ice pack to that. And, you just, and I was like, does that still stand? He's like, well, I canceled that because of the pandemic. But because it's you and you are such a lovely lady, I will bet you have it. That's cool. Dude, it's the best thing ever. I finish a wrestling match or a bondage shoot and I go in and bam, I feel like brand new the next day. First of all, that's, that is really cool. That's awesome. And I mean, well, first and foremost, the fact that you've gone through the car accident, now you're better and you're feeling the way you are. I think that's wonderful. And I mean, God puts us here and puts us our place to do our thing to go spiritually with it. But yeah, no, you're doing your thing man. you're applying your craft. And I, I'm really happy to see you doing your thing. Well, and I had to research them. You got to research them. So I found one who does MMA fighters. Okay. So you just got to do some research. I'm telling you, you will thank me afterwards. Going to take that into consideration. Thank you for passing that along. But yeah, first and foremost, I'm going to say this right now, guys. If you have not checked out Ashley Graham, one of the things I also do love about you too is you also do, besides the adult industry, hit the mat and what we have going on with LFC. Probably when it comes to your social media with your fetish smiling and what we have now, I think what's great is we have so many sites from many vids and only fans with the adult entertainment industry, but all in all, the community is great. Like you have a lot of people that really interact with you and you get the community and your fans that really get to show you. Oh, love. I try to be friends with everyone. Right. That's how, that's how you have to look at it because it's the community. They support your work. They you purchase your stuff. And I think that's the best way to look at it. But social media. I that is super cool. So I have a wish list, and sometimes people get stuff off it. Sometimes they don't. It doesn't really matter to me. It's there. I post it. It's on my like, link tree and link pages and everything but occasionally i get a fan who buys one thing off my wish list that i have on her and then surprises me with uh unbeknownst to people i do have a record collection my record player is currently broken so we're not going to tell them that i haven't listened to it yet i i gotta get it fixed i keep trying to do it myself because my dad's a scientist and an engineer and everything so i'm determined that i can do this all by myself but he threw in there uh, one of his favorite albums. So he sent me a vinyl that I've never listened to or seen before. I'm sure I've heard a couple of songs off it, but that kind of stuff, like every single time I get something like that, I'm floored. Like, wow. You took the time out of your day to send me something that you personally thought I would enjoy. And I really enjoy that. First and foremost, I'm going to say right now, it brought me a smile on my face because my grandfather, God rest his soul. I remember his record player. He had like Patsy Cline for those who remember Patsy Cline and all like the the like Karina Karina and all these like classic hits from people like the record player is no joke. Like it's classic. It's very retro, but it's cool because he brings you back to a great period of time and you know, just right. records, right? Exactly. I mean, with how we've come from, you know, CDs and with our iPads and MP3s and what we have from the music side of things. I mean, it's it's one of those things like I grew up in the 90s, like the big thing in the 90s was the boy bands from, you know, your back street, your NSYNC, your 90s. Yep. And we had, you know, friggin' Spice Girls doing their thing with their girl power. Hey, I'm still mad about them. What? OK, why are you mad? So my first CD was Leon Rhymes. I have the most weird taste in music ever. OK. My first concert was the Spice Girls. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, unbeknownst to most people, Ginger Spice quit the Spice Girls about halfway through the fucking tour. Yes, that's correct. I was the tour where she quit. Oh, man. So I went to go see the Spice Girls at like age five or six, super excited. And there's no Ginger Spice. She quit the band the night before. Oh. 
that for okay first and foremost number one bummer number two but did you still have a good time seeing the rest oh, of i had a great time and i oh. saw the concert t-shirt and everything but i mean talk about heart-wrenching you get all the way there and you're like no ginger spice i saw plain white tees before they were plain white tees okay so no i love music and there's something different about listening to vinyl yes I can absolutely concur with you on that. And I've been, it's interesting because like, again, I go back to the days of now, everything with videos is like, I remember watching TRL and watching the world premiere music videos or like 106 in Park or something. Right. There's something about how special that feels that just go, oh, go to YouTube and watch this on like Vivo or something. Like there's, there's a lot of difference in the simulation of how you watch. You had Carson Daly going like, and we've got Christina Aguilera here today and she's releasing a brand new video. And all the fans outside and you, you would go, I remember going, running, rushing home from school. I didn't know MTV existed until I was 14. My parents had a block. My dad was very big on like not exposing me to a lot of stuff. Uh, he wouldn't let me watch the news with him anymore after the whole entire, well, after I asked him what sexual relations were. Okay. Yeah, I was five, so, uh, so he was very big on like kind of shielding me from all of that which is great of him i've never heard him cuss he's never raised his voice at me in his life i've definitely had some raw moments like you want to watch a throwdown you should watch me and him go at it um but yeah no i was sitting at someone's house and i went back home and i looked at him and i said i don't understand how they have this television show with all of this music and i've never had it and he goes Oh, you found it, didn't you? And I said, no, there is a channel and it has music and it plays the music and the videos and I don't have it. Why don't I have it? I blocked it. You're telling me that he blocked it because he didn't want me watching the real world. Okay, out of all the shows, the, the real world. All right, here's the thing with MTV. Now, mind you, I think you can you can attest to this. Now, mind you, all we have on there now is reality TV with Catfish and whatever, all these shows and the team. Yeah. Like back in the day, it was all music. I mean, we'd have like a single. Um, right, and we'd have like singled out maybe or say what karaoke. Real and, world. Yep, yeah, real world. But it's like it was littler to what we had because the whole thing is based on music television and TRL was the main focal point. Yeah, and like Real World only came on at like 10 p.m. at night. Right. And TRL came on at like 3 p.m. Eastern because like I I would rush home from school once he had blocked it. Same. But no, it's it's the feel of that. And also what's very cool about TRL, like you mentioned, like the fans and everything outside, like you would see like the iconic image for me is like if you would see like a CD across the street from like whatever, like, you know, Virgin Records and all that stuff. Across from Virgin Records? Yes. Yes. And they had the Sabaro over there and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that, that, yeah, exactly. That's the time. It's the special memories that go into it. And I mean, from what we had in the 90s to then, you know, with social media, with how social media has evolved, like you had MySpace and then Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all the crap that we have now. So, I mean, this is before the old. Yeah, hey, I would like to mention that I do have one claim to fame. Good. So, my social media, which cracks people up because I'm not so good at it now, but I was apparently really good at then. I'm working on getting better, guys. I'd run it by myself. Most people have other people helping. I fire people left and right. I don't like people touching my social media. <laughs> I was the always top 10 blogger on MySpace all through high school and middle school. Okay. 
Nice. That's an accomplishment. That's cool with the days of MySpace in the mid 2000s. All right. I see you. Yeah. And my name, which I really don't care because I'm sure everyone's already figured it out because I occasionally post when the wrong accounts was my real name is actually, actually Ashley Young. Yeah. So this is back in the days of Panic at the Disco. Oh. <laughs> He's so young, so desperate for attention. So my blogger name was Ashley Young and desperate for attention. Okay, so you're trying to get the disco fan. I like that. Haven't you people ever heard of closing the goddamn door? I like door? Your, Yep. I like your stuff. That's that was middle school for me. So yes, I oh yeah, it was like I think the end. My dad's like, you went from being one of the top bloggers and now you just and I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> Everyone keeps bugging me to write again. And so I've I, that's what I've been doing in my free time lately. See, that's what you have to do. It's very, you know, cathartic. It's very therapeutic. Sometimes you got to get the writing going, right? You got the whole thing. All the characters I have in my life, I got nothing not to write about. Man, I mean, at the end of the day, some of that stuff could make for a hell of a book title and a hell of a story in the future. Oh, yeah. I got to say, first and foremost, Ashley, and I do have a couple final things I want to say to you. And I will say this right now. The overture is here. Anytime you want to come back for a round two, you're more than welcome. I really enjoyed picking it. Same. Oh, you know who we forgot to mention? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. We forgot to mention Modest Moms. Yes, 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 yes. All right. We'll talk about Modest Moms because Modest Moms is another great company. And shout out to Alexandria Hamilton because she has done a lot of great work. And you two have done great work. I'm her cherry popper. Okay, exactly. The cherry popper thing. Now, I'm going to say this right now. What I love about Alexandria is, first of all, such a professional, such a warm and pleasant human being. And she is another one like Mr. Darius provides a lot of great content for a lot of great ladies. She does. She just bought a mud wrestling ring. Oh, love it. I broke her the deal. Okay. Okay. All right, fair enough. No, so I got an email. I guess her, um, she had a family member who lived in Oceanside and she sent me an email to shoot and I was her very first shoot. I got to say, first and foremost, folks, if you've not checked out this, and I've, I've seen it as well, first and foremost, she takes a hell of a punch in and she takes a hell of a kick in with the both of you. But Alexandria is one of the ones. She's like the USA's best jobber. She likes to take the punishment. But also gets great, great content. And she has those evokes a lot of emotions with her expressions. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, she's great. And she takes it very seriously. Mm-hmm. She's a lot of fun. Which I you- mean- Right. And which you have to, because and I look at it from a stance with her, like a lot of the stuff, it's very reminiscent, almost like the glow of gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Like it's hard hitting. But at the end of the day, it showcases that sex appeal and it evokes a lot of emotions, like we mentioned. So it's kind of it's like that glow feel kind of feel to it. Yeah. And I'm curious to see what she's going to do with this mud wrestling. And here's the thing, too, also from the sex appeal side of things. Who doesn't love like I know a lot of them do like mud wrestling. There's oil wrestling, too, that's out there. Who doesn't love a good mud wrestling or oil wrestling like it fix? You know what I'm saying? I still keep trying to convince someone to start jello wrestling, but they told me it takes too much jello. Well, I mean, filling up like the jello and all that, yeah, the stickiness, like I, I can see that from a visual standpoint. Apparently, it wouldn't stay very. I, I, I had this discussion with the person who owned uh, Mud Matches, is who owns the Mud Wrestling Ring, and he's moving. So I brokered the deal between those two, too. All right. Well, I'm going to say right now, I hope to see you in a mud wrestling, oil wrestling, maybe a little jello. Put them all together. You know what I'm saying? Just put mud wrestling, oil, M-O-J, mud, oil, jello. Boom. There you go. That would be weird. <laughs> exactly. Now, I'm going to say this right now. When it comes to lingerie fighting championship, before I have you promote the social media, I really, really, really hope to see you at a future event. And I hope to see a lot of great girls and a lot of great towns like this one right here do a lot of the great work as lingerie fighting championship provides a lot of fun, a little bit of MMA, a little bit of wrestling, and a little bit of clothing. So, Miss Ashley Graham. I know a little. 
Hey, that's the slogan. That's their, the tagline for LFC. That was good. Yes. So, Ashley Graham, I know you got a hell of a website. You got a hell of a social media. Please let everybody know where we can find you. The floor is yours, man. So, you can find all my links at ashleygram.com. I don't know which one it links to, either my link tree or my other one, but it has all the links. Uh, pretty much all of my social media. I have a fan page on Facebook. That's it. But everything else is, except for TikTok, because I'm an idiot who uh, forgot her password and can't figure out how to log back into that one, uh, is the Ashgram. So Instagram, Facebook, OnlyFans. OnlyFans is the best place to find new stuff of me. Um, to be honest, like that's where I post most of my stuff. I don't have a subscription fee. I do have a pay-per-view fee and stuff. Um, I offer customs. My email's over there too. Uh, and then ashleygramfetish.com has all my old stuff that I've shot and everything. And then I upload all the videos later to there. You can't go wrong with the OnlyFans though. And then I have a Reddit. TikTok's the Ashley Graham. Links will be in the description. I have seen your TikTok as well. I did follow you, man. You got a lot of Scarlett O'Hara kind of like going with the wind and like a lot of vibes when you're in dresses. I accidentally went TikTok viral cleaning my kitchen to Cinderella. That for okay, I have to put this over because I've seen that and I've seen a lot of stuff like you encompass like a lot with just like everything that you involved and just a lot of like the sex appeal and stuff that you do. I think there's one where you're like stretching back and showing your flexibility. It's a lot yeah. of stuff on there. Yeah, I'm waiting for my foot to be better so I can do that weird yoga challenge and stuff. I, I so when I get really bored, which has been lately, and I I, I do I get burnt out shooting clips because I do I, I do everything by myself. I don't have a video person; it's just me. I'm a one person, one trick pony show. Um, so TikTok's been fun as a different release to do stuff. It's quick, it's easy, it's fun. Uh, plus I can make a fool out of myself. But no, legitimately, I did a wet and messy shoot in the kitchen and the boys were mad at me, my roommates. So literally that is me actually cleaning the kitchen floor. Okay. I will say this, Ashley. It's one of those things where we get to see a lot of great talent and a lot of great content on your Tic Tac front. So for those, I will say this, links will be in the description. Check out Ashley on all forms of social media. And before we do close this out, do you have any final words for the LFC faithful? Um, you should vote for me and ignore that weird fake challenge. Oh, <laughs> check out lfcfights.com. That what she's referring to is not us. And the, <laughs> the Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, I'll put this in the links. It's fight underscore LFC, LFC underscore fights and LFC fights for Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Y'all will see it in the links below. So check that out. Check out the real lfcfights.com and check out Ashley Graham. And I will say this, Ashley Graham, as I always say to close the show out, beauty, strength, and dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. And I include you in those sentiments. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Fight, fight, fight.